Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode number one of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. And if you've noticed, this is season two, episode one, and it is a test. This is the very first recording done on my Rodecaster Pro 2, and I'm happy to report that I have had zero problems with the Rodecaster Pro 2. Uh, I actually have had it for a little over a week now, and I haven't been using it just because I wanted them to work out all the bugs. I am uh, a member of a Rodecaster Pro group on Facebook, and right when I got the Rodecaster Pro 2, all I had heard was wonderful things about it. And right when it came out, everyone was able to get the, uh, not the beta firmware, but the actual firmware that came out with the product, and I saw a lot of issues popping up, and I thought, you know what, I'm going on vacation I got it the day before I was going to be going on vacation, and I did not want headaches before I went on vacation. So I was thinking, I'm going to open this thing up. It's going to cause a bunch of headaches, and then all, all the only thing I'll do the entire vacation is think about uh, what's wrong with my new product. Well, I'm happy I waited. I think there's been two or three firmware updates since I went on vacation, and that's only been a week, so kudos to uh, Road for listening to all the feedback, and it looks like they've got things uh, squared away. At least uh, everything I've been using has worked correctly. Um, I turned on the product. I was able to connect to Wi-Fi. Uh, everything sounds great in my headphones, uh, so uh, when people report that the headphone preamps are better on the Rodecaster Pro 2, uh, right off the bat, I'd have to say they are correct. Um, I'm also really loving the ease of use with the new screen. Um, one of the things that I wasn't too sure about was um, the difference between the old screen and the new screen. The new screen is tilted a little bit. I thought it might be adjustable, but it is not. Um, but it is very responsive, and it seems like there's a lot more stuff you can do using this screen compared to the other screen. Um, I actually didn't really do too much on the old Rodecaster Pro other than hit record, get my audio recording, uh, pull out the micro SD card, put it over onto my computer, and then from there I brought it into uh, GarageBand where I converted it into an MP3. Just doing a little playing around with the Rodecaster Pro 2, it looks like the transfer mode is improved and it looks like Road Central has been uh, improved quite a bit to be able to use uh, the Roadcaster Pro 2 along with it. And it seems like there's a lot more functionality in Road Central with this unit. Uh, I played around a little bit. It seems like all of the functionality you can do on the unit is also on your computer, which is nice. Um, another thing... Uh, that I'm excited about is the transfer mode. Hopefully, it'll be fast enough where I will be able to put the Roadcaster Pro 2 into transfer mode, uh, pull it right into Road Central, and then from Road Central, it looks like you can convert it right into an MP3, where on the old unit, uh, at least in the firmware that I was using, uh, which was one of the earlier firmwares. I was one of the users that got the first firmware, and it worked perfectly for my workflow. So I thought, you know what? 
I don't need the new features. Uh, some of the new features that came out for the Roadcaster one were features that I probably wouldn't be using. And so I just stuck with the firmware and uh, everything worked great. Where so far with this new one, I want the latest and greatest firmware. Uh, it's a whole lot easier to upgrade the firmware using the Roadcaster Pro 2 because it's constantly looking for the new firmware updates and you're able to update it right from the unit. You don't have to take out a memory card and download a new firmware on the computer. Um, it just does it for you because it's, uh, has, it has some Wi-Fi capability. Um, I'm liking the sound of... I, I've already mentioned that the preamps and the headphones are a little bit better. In the original one, the whole time I was listening to uh, the recording during the podcast, I could always notice a little hiss and... It didn't bug me too much because I knew that the final product was perfect when I brought it over into the computer. Now, uh, I do not hear that hiss while I'm recording on the Roadcaster Pro 2, which is nice. Hopefully, the recording is just as good as the Roadcaster 1, and uh, I'll only know that once I upload everything. And I'm also really hoping the transfer mode is very quick because I did a test on the Roadcaster 1, and it just wasn't fast enough, so I always had to pop the memory card out, put it into the computer, transfer it that way, then move the memory card back over. I know that sounds lazy. It's a very easy process. If I have to do that with this product, I won't be mad at all. But uh, it would be nice if I could just, boom, hit transfer mode, convert it over to MP3. And then, I, you know, in some instances, I won't even have to bring it over into GarageBand because it'll already be converted into an MP3. I'll be able to upload it into Anchor, and away uh, we'll go. It seems like it'll be a very easy process. Another thing that I was asking for, uh, as long as I can remember with the Roadcaster 1, is different audio effects. And uh, some of those effects uh, are possible on the Roadcaster Pro 2. Uh, simple things like changing your voice so you sound super creepy. Or you can sound like you're yelling into a megaphone. A bunch of cool things like that. I think it's kind of funny because uh, I actually made a few phone calls using the Roadcaster Pro 2 before this using the voice changer. And uh, one of the effects is a robot. I think it's kind of neat. Here, here it goes. Hi, now I'm a robot. But the funny thing about it is not the actual sound effects on the Roadcaster Pro 2, but in uh, my voice recording it. Uh, if you could hear my voice when I hit the um, robot sound effect, uh, you can just talk regular into the mic, but I feel like I am talking like this, even though you don't need to do that. <laughs> uh, funny little side note there, I guess. And when I'm uh, when I switch it to the deep voice, I feel like I'm trying to talk super deep. It's it's weird. Don't have to do it. Uh, a lot of cool sound effects. I haven't even had a chance to dive into all of them. It's got a lot of the sound effects uh, loaded. Um, it's got a cool sensor button now. I don't really swear uh, at all, uh, but maybe it will come in handy with some guests that I have on the show. Um, uh, when I have people on the show. Uh, yes, I do have a lot of kids that listen to this show, uh, but I want whoever comes onto my show to 
be themselves. I want them to talk how they usually talk. So if they swear uh, and you're offended by that, I'm sorry, but I want people to be themselves on the show. And uh, so maybe that uh, beat button will come in handy in the future. Uh, it looks like uh, sound effects are, well, well, the sound effects are on the smart pads. And that's another thing I wanted to get to because the sound pads are a little different uh, than the Roadcaster One. In all the things or the new reviews that I've seen, uh, it says that the sound pads are exactly the same. Well, I, I don't know if that's uh, true. At least uh, for me, it seems like they're a little bit more sensitive. So I can barely touch these and they're going off. Uh, there's still the hard, uh, rubbery, plastic feel. Um, there's not much travel in the button itself, but it seems like, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it to me, it seems like they're a little bit more sensitive. Um, it, it actually has some new sounds. It's got a, let's see. It's got a horn. It's got some crickets. Uh, it still has some of the familiar ones. Actually, that sounds like it's a little, little bit different too. Let's see if there's... Okay, that one's familiar from the first one. But uh, looks like there's a lot of different sound effects. I'm excited to record a lot of sound effects and have a little or have quite a few clips from my show pre preloaded into uh, the sound pads. Uh, now there are buttons underneath the sound pads, so it's a lot easier to switch from uh, different banks of sound pads or sound effects during your show. I know um, you've seen a video, or if you haven't seen the video, I did a YouTube uh, video where I pre-recorded a bunch of stuff that I usually say to my friends, and I tried to make a phone call using only the sound pads. Well, I only had eight sound pads to work with, so my conversations were very limited, where here, I think you have up to 64. So uh, if you're one of my friends who I call a lot, uh, you better be on the lookout for video number two coming on uh, on that. I'll be able to talk and have a lot more preloaded sound pads to have a more natural sounding conversation. So maybe we'll be able to get some people with that. Who knows? Uh, I also like uh, the ease of use with the sound pads as far as uploading things. In the old one, it was very easy, but now using Rode Central, I think it might even be a little bit more easy. Um, I'll have to report on that after I monkey around with it a little bit. Um, visually, the Rodecaster Pro 2 looks amazing. It's full of different LED lights that are very colorful. They're fully customizable, so if you want to switch the colors for any of the channels, uh, any of the sound pads, it's possible now. Uh, for me, I probably will leave all the colors the same. Uh, another cool thing is that you can create shows. So I have my uh, Preston Jensen podcast show set up. So I've got all the my custom sound pads. I've got uh, my pod mic settings all set up. If you're wondering uh, what I'm talking into right now, if you're into gear, I'm talking into the Rode pod mic uh, with the generic pod mic setting uh on the Rodecaster Pro 2. Uh, I think it sounds pretty good. It actually sounds a little more natural to me than the Rodecaster 1, and maybe that's just because these preamps and the headphones are a little bit better. I don't know. 
uh, it actually caught me off guard when I first put on the headphones. It seemed really quiet and it seemed like something was off. But then when I it takes you through a whole setup where you dial in the headphones, you dial in your microphones, and it's actually really nice because it makes a product like the Roadcaster Pro 2 that's a lot more advanced and has a lot more flexibility than the Roadcaster Pro 1. And it makes it user-friendly. Uh, the number one thing I uh, loved about the Roadcaster Pro 1 was that it allowed someone like myself who had, at the time, zero podcasting um, uh, knowledge or ability. Uh, I, I had absolutely no idea how to make a podcast, and it made it possible. And uh, I think with the Roadcaster Pro 2, even though it has a lot more uh, advanced settings, it still is able to simplify things to a point where someone who has never podcasted before could pick up using this piece of equipment and uh, kind of hit the ground running and have a lot of features that professionals have had <laughs> to do a lot of work to get in the past. So it's an amazing piece of equipment. Uh, so far, I'm really loving it. If you have any specific questions about the Roadcaster Pro 2. Now I've got one in front of me. Uh, I will be able to test the things you want to know about it. Um, I'm excited to see where uh, season two goes. The only reason I'm switching seasons is because I've got the new Roadcaster. Season one, all recorded on the Roadcaster 1. Season two will be recorded on the Roadcaster Pro 2. And in the future, I uh, might have to switch to a Roadcaster 3, and that's probably when Season 3 will hit. Who knows if I'll keep that format throughout my uh, podcast. But uh, I've had a lot of fun playing around with this equipment, and I really cannot wait to dive into it. And I'm so pleased that I have had zero issues with it so far. So far, it's just been a real treat to work with. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Actually, a lot more fun than I was expecting uh, I was going to have. Hopefully, after the recording of this podcast, the transfer mode will impress me. And it will be able to convert the typical .wav file into an MP3 seamlessly. And I'll be able to upload it right to Anchor. And if that's the case... My workflow is streamlined just a little bit more, making this podcast uh, a little bit easier to produce and making it a lot more fun for me. So I appreciate you listening to season one of epi or episode one of season two, and I look forward to talking with you next week.